International. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between. This is Feature This, a fan edit podcast. This is a uh, this is a uh, a smaller set. Hello, Donna. Donna, this is a podcast. Hi. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can, throw it over to you for intro. <laughs> I just take a big gulp of beer. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of my thing. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're minus one today. Yes, Ethan is suspended from the podcast uh, for this for the next couple of weeks uh, due to his actions on the last episode. He has to sit in the corner with his dunce cap. Yeah, and it, you know, if you're curious about what that was, I would I would recommend actually that you go ahead and listen back to the episode as many times as possible to try and figure it out. <laughs> of course, Bezo and I would figure it out within about. <laughs> What, what, what was, was point, the edit point? point yeah. seconds, point three <laughs> seconds, with great uh, uh, clarity, <laughs> Ac- alacrity is the word. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I mean, all joking aside, Ethan is suspended for an episode. Uh, <laughs> he's just producing today, but um, I liked the last episode. I thought it was really funny. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But that was the last episode. This is this <laughs> episode, and uh, we are returning in some ways to some familiar ground. Um, yes. About, uh, I don't know, however many episodes back, we, uh, you, uh, uh, Ethan and I, whoever he is, uh, tackled a uh, tackled doing the disc one of the time travel consecution. Yes. And um, so uh, just to do a quick rehash, uh, fanedit.org, the fan editors who participate in that forum, um, once a year a topic is picked and fan editors make short films based off that topic. Uh, the last, the latest one that came out is actually the Love Consecution, which might be interesting in revisiting, or visiting, excuse me. But um, we have uh, the last episode that we touched on a Consecution was the Time Travel Consecution. Yeah, I'm trying to find my notes because I, mean, I have our score on it. Yeah, there was a we overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, very good, and f- I'm I still think about that Run Marty Run uh, fan edit that was fantastic by Blue Yoda. Um, I uh, I also you know those two uh, Terminator edits were were really interesting the 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 the, the Black Adder one where it took like an entire season of the whole pl- narrative of Black Adder and made a Time a, Adder a, yeah Time Adder made a nice tight uh, thing of it there was a lot of good stuff in that in that disc one yeah there was only only two that i hated <laughs> which is high praise <laughs> yeah maybe actually there might have been more than that yeah, right. <laughs> so uh so there were so many edits that were submitted back in the day uh for the time travel consecution that there was disc one and disc two um and so we are doing disc two 
Um, as a, uh, I guess we should, as a little bit of a, a, pr- a, a prologue to this, uh, I'm going to throw out there that uh, this two, not 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 the same level. Were no <laughs> uh, the ti- the the fan editors, the creators, they really pulled uh, the 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 top level material for disc one. So disc two kind of has some. Uh, I'm not going to say leftovers. There's still some good content here, uh, but we're not going to find anything as exciting as Run Marty Run, um, or uh, or or Time Crimes, or you know whatever that you know the that that kind of stuff. So there's some really interesting things here. I think there's some ideas that could be played out better. Uh, but, uh, yeah, well, of course we're just going to jump into it. If you, uh, pop in disc two and unless you have something to say before we get on, before we launch. Well, I just, I was looking at it and there were 10 movies. Dude, this is a great thing of having a physical notebook (laughs) that you keep all of your show notes in. There was 10 movies on the first DVD Mm -hmm. and on the second one and there was only seven. I thought it was six. Uh, well, th- I mean, there's two that are questionable. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so uh, so there's less. And you're right. It was six. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm good with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, the... I'm not. I'm garbage. <laughs> Straight up. So, uh when you hit pop in this too, <laughs> uh, you hit play. The first uh, short film that comes. You know what? I feel bad. We didn't. Uh, I don't. We didn't do the homework to find out who the fan editors are for all. Of these I know. Things. I was just gonna look that up before we started, but then I saw Ethan hit record, and I was it's like, like, "It's too late. Let's Ugh. just go." <laughs> so, uh, apologies to the fan editors who, whose names we don't uh, we don't lock out for this. But uh, um, you know, if anybody wants it, you can find out who they are. But the first. Um, the first uh, movie that plays is a fan edit of the original the time machine and the fan edit is called his time machine yeah um and which is a it almost kind of parallels the bookends uh, what uh, the black adder edit uh, which uh-huh. is black adder is heavily influenced by the the time machine itself so you have the same kind of people in this kind of Victorian house built in a, a lone scientist making his own time machine and, and you know, going, it's the time, it's HG Wells time machine. So. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one of the unique things that this editor does is he sets it all to this, um, this interesting musical piece. And, uh, I, I, at times I didn't feel like it worked and other times I felt like, Oh, well, this is a very different kind of emotion. It's eliciting that I, I really did like, uh-huh. um, it's this kind of, a poppy droney romantic kind of song yeah and it almost feels like particularly at the beginning when they have these kind of static shots of the scientist um kind of thinking about the machine and talking about it you know to to those those people in the home and i kind of stand stares and kind of longingly looking it's almost like he's he's got this there's like this weird sort of a um, compassionate thing about the machine itself Mm -hmm. uh, that i wonder if was ever really present in the original if it's not something that's kind of created by the uh by the editor here yeah i don't remember i haven't seen the original in a really long time um but just right out the gate, I'd like to say that I feel like there was a missed opportunity of uh, I, the soundtrack was interesting for sure. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. Like it worked sometimes, but those times were so few or so less stark than the times when it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, that it was almost jarring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there was a missed opportunity to use the remake of that movie. 
The one with Guy Pierce. Yeah, like why wouldn't you do like a full time machine time yeah, loop? You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah, that's a uh, that'd be interesting to kind of bridge the two narratives, the br- the two movies I mean, together. They're extremely similar. Yeah, like yeah. they're literally following the, the same bug. source material. <laughs> so I mean, it's like it's like it's repeating itself. Yeah. Um, I I wonder, you know, I I, won't, I wonder if the older material just kind of plays a little bit better. That you can kind of be a little sloppy with the editing, and it kind of works better. Whereas maybe the new material doesn't give way to that so well. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I but there was like at one point uh, they keep in like a scene where a carriage goes by, and like the carriage is like a big point in the original, the, the newer one, the oh, new remake of okay, it. Okay, and I was like, why wouldn't you just like sometimes? I think it would be like. That would be such like a cute wink to the people that are aware. Yeah, of the two movies. Yeah, yeah. to have like slight inner splices of like the newer one. Yeah. Because that's like even more like what? Yeah. I don't know. Um, it does play with the it, it, the original novel has the character going into the future into this kind of utopian kind of world and falls in love with a girl. And there's like this weird social uh, uh, conflict between these bad guys who live in a cave uh, um, and so there's entanglement between them and in the original novel I think you discover that uh, what you're looking at is sort of like the the what H.G. Wells was originally presenting is that in years of the future that that's the poor class mm-hmm. and that's the rich class that lives on that's so has become so diverse uh, excuse me the, the the inequities are so big that that's the uh, the visual representation of it. It's kind of an interesting book. I, I read it for the first time like two or three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I read it when I was in like middle school. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I missed the boat on that. Not trying to brag, but... <laughs> and uh, one of the things I was fascinated with in the book is that uh, the the author doesn't stop at this. Let's just go 5,000 years in the future or, or 10,000 years. It's like 2 million years into the future. Like the, the end of the book is him in... Uh, or two billion years into the future, it's like the sun is, you know, growing in the distance and about right. to evaporate everything in the solar system. It's like, I mean, like it goes really far in. I was like, that was a, I was surprised that uh, that the original novel, which was written, I think, in the early nineteen hundreds, mm-hmm. um, that would that would take it that far. But um, you know, a, a fun little edit, you know, a nice little compressed version of Time Machine. Um, uh, the music choice again, it's 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 a it's a quirky little uh, uh, selection, but um, you know. Uh, if you hit, if you if you grab this too, put it in. Don't skip this one. Go ahead and watch it. Last time we, I don't know what they were out of, but we gave ratings for the movie. We did thumbs up. Oh right, and thumbs down, yeah, and then we knuckles. added them all up. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Was, those were zeros. Yeah, yeah like straight up. Well, what would you give this one? I give it a thumbs up, a single thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd give it half. Yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't in love with it. It was, uh, I don't know. I just felt like the sound was like, the sound, there were definitely sound issues. Like the actual sound from the movie was so low that it was difficult to make out what was being said over the, the blaring audio. music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I thought that was pretty frustrating. And I really didn't like the ending. It was just like, but maybe we're done now. Yeah, what uh no, no, no. I was thinking about the second and was it the first one? Yeah. Yeah, it was he the first like, one. He just like he meets the girl. It's yeah. like he's like a voyeur and yeah. then he just like meets her and then it's like, okay, 
And it says like there's like this weird font that comes up that says his time machine. Yeah. And then it says coming soon. Was that a trailer? Yeah. One? That's right. That's one. That was the one of the ones that was kind of played like a trailer. Yeah. Which yeah. We is both react. It's funny because I remember the edit itself kind of uh, having a you know a, a nice you know feel you know liking it enjoying it mm-hmm. um but i do remember making a comment that ah oh, that was the wrong way to end that i think the editor may have went in with the intention of i'm going to do like this kind of a trailer of a you know time machine and may have gotten a little out of uh, out of hand making something bigger than what a trailer is it feels more like a concentrated short film and um but he continued with his idea of leaving it as a trailer. And so he uh, uh, still ended with a kind of a trailer title card saying coming soon. Uh, that was the wrong beat to end on. It should yeah, have, it was it, weird. It should have just been like the, the end, basically. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was a weird beat to end on. I just, I didn't, I also like didn't completely get like what the narrative that he was trying to go for. Like I said, because it's like he's like a, like a peeping Tom on this chick and it's like you take out all of the fun part of like him. You don't get the emotion of him following it, falling in love with her. Right, right. It's just like, oh, I'm a creep. And now like, hey, I'm like an in front of your face creep now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Yeah. Um, so uh, so that's that edit. So the second um, movie that popped up uh, after that was another trailer, if I remember correctly. Yeah, or something. I oh boy. Uh, the next one was the original is Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, and this was called Terminal Twelve. Right, and it and it and it in the uh, on the DVD menu it does say it's trailer Terminal Twelve. So it is supposed to be like there's this movie called Terminal Twelve, and then this is a fan edit of the trailer of this movie. Um, again, wrong beat to play on. Would have been better to kind of keep it try to make it concentrate as a short film and in fact mimic um uh, the la jete the the original film that the uh, 12 monkeys based off which it tries to do and oh, i can I see it like playing that. to that and um but it wasn't it's there's something about this is like a really good uh i think this is a good proof of concept i think there are moments in the in this edit that shows that there's something here that can be done with this um, but uh, the whole the, the exercise sort of falls flat. So what this is is uh, we talked about in the first time in the first disc one there is um, there's this there's this movie called La Jete, which is the it's the visions of the past. If you're looking at the actual fan edit name, oh yeah, yeah, of the of disc one and uh, the original French film is this movie where it's got pictures that aren't moving; they're just static black and white still frames with a narrative going over it, which basically tells the story of, well, 12 monkeys. I mean, it's not it's without 12 monkeys, but the idea of people in the future coming in the past in order to solve problems that are in the future. And then the main character sort of in the cycle of seeing himself getting killed that you learn of. So what this editor did is he sort of takes um, 12, and we talked about this actually when we, when we talked about uh, mm-hmm. disc one, as we said, oh, it would, it would have been cool to just take 12 monkeys and do a La Jete kind of edit where you pause it on still frames and sell the story with the audio, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, because, I mean, obviously Terry Gilliam is a great vis- visionary, so you could probably do that. Mm-hmm. So this uh, editor does that, but he, has, he adds a, uh, a, a filter 
to the material that I think he was trying to make it emulate something out of a uh, scanner darkly. Yeah. Ugh. And what the problem is, is like there's a, it's just like a, he has like, a, he, he throws on a few, a few like Photoshop filters, like a smart blur and, um, yeah, it's uh, like a water po- po- poster thing. edge. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I could, yeah, it doesn't, it, it works in some frames, but not in others. It gives it an artistic feel and like sometimes the background characters look really interesting the way they're drawn. Um, but overall, like it ends up being like kind of distracting. And then there are moments where he abandons the still frame motif of the original and actually does the, you know, it's kind of like the 24 frames per second film as it's rolling through in that filter. And like there's moments where that's kind of working, but then others where it's just like, well, this is just the film with a filter over it. So it doesn't feel like it's animated. Like sometimes it feels like it's animated and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. It feels like it's like that old, uh, like that Hobbit, you know, the original Hobbit mm. movie. So, uh, like I said, I think it's an interesting proof of concept uh, that there's something there that's probably untapped, but um, it's it's not uh, as a as a as a complete piece. It's not really working. Yeah, I really my first note is that I hate this. I really didn't like it. Yeah, the visuals. I, yeah, I mean, I I get it. I get what is trying to be accomplished there. It's just oh, it's so those like filters are just so staggering i (laughs) hate it it just makes me feel gross yeah my uh i learned you know photoshop years ago and my little brother is now a a a very accomplished digital artist and uh it's funny like there was a weird time where i i was kind of i had kind of plateaued on my creativity using photoshop tools which extends to using a lot of the different filters a lot of the different uh layer filters that are available and following maybe a handful of tutorials online and kind of getting some neat effects. And all of those are like completely hated by people who are actual digital artists <laughs> because they know how to, they know what's going on. They can, they have a much bigger imagination. They're not limited by the slider bar yeah. of what's there. They know what they're looking for and they can dr- make it happen. And uh, I feel like this guy uh, who edited this uh, is kind of in my camp where yeah. I kind of know what I want to get, but I don't know how to get there. So I just use some slider bars and I can't quite make it happen. Yeah, uh, I, I hate that. I hate I, that so much. But I, I think there are moments that uh, the proof of concept is there and that if you put somebody like my little brother in control of that project, it might turn out to be something pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. I just, I like, I cannot stand that stuff. Like I hardly ever use filters on my Instagram photos, which is <laughs> dumb, but I mean... And when I used to do like photography, n- never would I edit anything. Mm. I just, I don't, it, it removes the life from it. It it kills it for me. Well, every movie since, uh, what, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art, Where Art Thou has been post-processed. You yeah, know, and I hate, a, all <laughs> I hate all movies. movies so after, like, all movies after 1998. It <laughs> out, okay? <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I give uh, I, I give the mm, I'm gonna give a marginal thumbs down on this, uh, Whoa. but not like two thumbs down. Just like a thumbs down. Like again, there's some proof of concept here, but uh, as, a, as a one. as a complete experience, it's it's not gonna it's not connecting. Damn. Well, if okay, if you're giving it a negative one, because I was just gonna give it a zero, then I think that that means that I have to give it a negative two. Oh, I I, I don't remember if on my last one I stuck to the one up, one down, or two up, two down. I don't know if I ever did the zero. Did I ever do a neutral vote? I, I feel don't like know, because I, I, I didn't write who voted, voted for what. what. <laughs> I just wrote 
I, you may have. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I don't like this idea of neutrality. I like the idea of just kind of committing one way or the other. I have no idea, to be honest. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, let's move on to the next one. Well, I'm going to give it a negative two. Oh, okay. All right. So the next, uh, <laughs> the next, the next uh, fan edit that pops up is the girl who leapt through time, and the fan edit is called "Time Waits for No One." And the editor on this one, I did catch. Is yes. Take me to your cinema. Yes. And uh, we've done some uh, episodes of his in the past. He's a, a brilliant. I, I want to say he's one of the top fan editors. Every time we see his stuff, there's some really interesting new concept. I think he actually did the Black Adder uh, one on the first one. Um, uh, his, his stuff is always good. He did the, we talked about it. He did the, um, the Brian Wilson movie that we watched. Um, yes. And some other stuff, but yeah, just uh, the, uh, Paul Dano mm-hmm. storyline. Yeah. Um, so this edit is the most charming of the, of this two. Uh, the, I would say the best one, uh, of this one. I was, I was enthralled, if you mm-hmm. will, of this whole plot line. There's some really interesting ups and downs in the emotional you know, journey through this thing mm-hmm. that I was not anticipating as it was as starting off. Um, it's a, it's from a Japanese, you know, you probably know more about it than I do, but it's, it's an, it's an edit of an anime movie circa. Uh, it's like 2006 or okay. something around that time. Uh, feature film you saw it was it used to be available on Netflix may or may not be now. Yeah, I think it's still on there. I'm not sure though. Okay, and the story of it is a a, a young Japanese schoolgirl. Like yeah, it's kind of common with anime. It's all a lot of anime is set in school and uh-huh. doing the school poly. Or I think manga is almost exclusively set in like some kind of Japanese high school. Sounds like you're reading a lot of shoujo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Finally, we're talking about something that I care about, guys. <laughs> Full disclosure. I actually, real quick, before we talk about this, so uh, I have this show that I'm watching. Uh, and small plug, if you guys ever listened to Mountain Dude vs. Dorito Girl, my show about video games, you definitely already know that I watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's this show that I'm watching, and I have a Tumblr that's secret that I post, oh. like, sc- screen grabs from shows <laughs> on, and, like people really like it (laughs) anyway today i was like so jazzed about this new episode of the show that i watched that i am not going to disclose and uh i fucking tweeted about it so now all of my twitter followers know that i watch anime (laughs) and not only i didn't think that was a big secret was it i you kind of held it from the public so yeah i don't i don't I come over like every time, like 50, 50, 50, 50 chance I come over, you're either watching anime or playing uh, a video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, God, no guys. surprise to me. Um, <laughs> so what this anime is, is uh, it's kind of an interesting take on, on some of the time travel uh, stuff. We have a, a, a young school girl who seems to be habitually late um, and uh, goes to, you know, she arrives at school. She meets some of her friends. Uh, she ends up going to like in the back room of some chemistry lab. There's some uh, problems that ensue. But anyway, she goes to the back room of this chemistry lab, slips and falls on a walnut of some kind or hits a walnut on the way down. And it's some kind of, I don't know, time travel infused walnut of some kind to give her superpowers to go travel back in time. And uh, 
and she utilizes that. Uh, she kind of figures out that that's kind of what happened. There's like I really like that effect of her sort of floating in the air mm-hmm. and that weird kind of digital uh, landscape. It, it kind of reminds me a lot of there's some shots in Akira that kind of use the same kind of a uh, uh, thing. <laughs> and uh, and so um, so she. Uh, I was making a goofy face, guys. I'm yeah. laughing for <laughs> seemingly no reason. Right. So she, <laughs> she in the in the in the short film and I. I in the movie too at some point because of her tardiness she's running out the door trying to get to school and she ends up getting into a wreck where a bullet train basically kills her but because she slipped on the walnut in the previous in this timeline she now has time travel powers and so she doesn't die she gets stuck in another area and then she realizes that she's in a different timeline and that she can change some things but she's kind of reliving the same day well she so in in uh, when she jumps, she's jumping over the train, which makes her go forward. Oh, uh, like so she's going like in. Oh, I guess not. She no, is going she bumped back. In, yeah. yeah, she bumped into that lady, and then instead of like jumping onto her bike quickly yeah, and going like hitting the train, she like yeah, so she she sees confused. the train passing in the yeah. foreground. Um, and, uh, so then she goes to school and, uh, she's on time and like, there's this, like this, um, what I thought was going to be, uh, uh, just a throwaway little scene because there's a scene where she's in a chemistry lab and she's talking about how she's clumsy and, uh, well, she's not, she she tries to, it's like, like a home ec class. Yeah. And the voiceover is like, well, I'm smart, but I'm not, you know, I, and I, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty smart and I'm pretty talented. And then she starts, it shows her screwing things up and she goes, except for this and except for that. So it's kind of like this fun little, uh. I uh, think well anyway this uh, home at class she like f- tries to bake uh, fry something and it like ends up like with a big fire and uh, oil fire what's it called I think it was called an oil fire yeah and <laughs> wow. uh, like no I'm blanking <laughs> out on something anyway she's making tempura yes. and like when she's making that there is an oil like an oil fire there we go so that's exactly <laughs> what I what said, you said. <laughs> but really I really questioned myself <laughs> in the process and so this time around, she tricks, <laughs> she sort of tricks like the, the class uh, dork to kind of do that, to make the tempura. And so the fire, he's the one that sets off the fire. So she's not, get, she doesn't get embarrassed. He does. Um, and then that plays out later because uh, he starts to get bullied by some of the other guys in the school for fucking up the, the tempura. And whereas in this in the original timeline, that technically would have been her, but they wouldn't probably bully up on her because she's a girl, but they do bully up on now she's seeing sort of like this consequence of her doing a different action yeah um then uh, then there's this really uh, interesting moment where she uh I, there's a little interesting take that I thought kind of conflicted or at least was a different take on let's say for example um uh um Groundhog Day. In Groundhog Day, the lesson that Bill Murray learns is that he can he travels back in time, but in order he has he he learns that he needs to make the best of his day, and that's what he ends up striving to do, and then that's what eventually releases him of the, the Groundhog Day. He's just a good person, helps everybody out, etc. Mm-hmm. What this movie does, or what this story does, is the character immediately learns that it's better for her not to be. Uh, to be lackadaisical and to hurry up and just go ahead and do things and get things done. But then there's consequences as a result of it. So like, um, like for example, like seeing this guy getting uh, beat up, um, this other guy, uh, well, they, she has like a line of dialogue. Like she learns like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and stay ahead of the clock and just do things quickly. Whereas 
Bill Murray's character in that movie took the exact opposite approach of what he would do if he had the power of time travel. The lessons that he learns is different. I have like a totally different version of this movie in my mind. (laughs) Okay. Like I don't think of it as like a, like a, it's not a lesson about time. It's a lesson about love. Totally, totally. But there's... But we haven't even talked about that. Right. Which is, <laughs> Yeah, that's all kind of like around what is kind of at the core of really what this little film is. And that's why I really like this short film because there's a lot to talk about. Um, there's a character in the... There's the kind of the, the boy space friend who's in this. And there's a scene where he's on a bicycle um, and she's on the back seat. And they're just riding. And then he casually asks her out. And her jaw drops. Mm-hmm. And this is she knows she has the power to... It's this great scene. I love... I really like how that was shot. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't have an answer. I don't... I couldn't tell which way she was leaning. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't give... He doesn't really lean one way or the other. He's just kind of there. We're kind of experiencing this. And then he kind of turns around and she's gone. And so we're kind of... I'm still like... what is, I don't know. I cared. I want to know what she was thinking. But I didn't know what she was thinking. And I was like, what is she going to do... Now that she has the, she can, she can go back in time. Mm-hmm. And so she does. And so she bumps into him under another circumstance. And now. Yeah, you jumbled up what happens. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. She, Clear it up. So she falls on the walnut and gets the ability to go back in time. Then she has the incident with the train. Then she is, it cuts to her riding on the back of the bike. Or excuse me. She is in the class with the tempura thing. And you see that she switches with the dork. Mm -hmm. Then she rides on the bike. Then the tempura boy gets bullied because she has a conversation with her girlfriend who's like, I kind of like him. Can you put in a good word for me with this guy? Is the conversation that she's trying to have. Right. But obviously she doesn't know that the main girl came back from this point of him asking her out and she's trying to sort out what her response is. There's a lot of interesting dynamics there Yeah, because she knows that the guy likes him for the first time that now she knows that, but she didn't know he hasn't admitted it. Right. So he doesn't know that she knows. Right. And And then the girl, the, the friend, the best friend is saying, Hey, hook us up. Right. There's a lot of, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's like classic, like shoujo shit, but (laughs) yeah, she, yeah. So now she's like, and you can see the way that it's playing out is that she's like trying to figure out her feelings. And when this kid gets bullied, she's yelling at the bullies to stop bullying this dork or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's the red hair guy, yeah. the love interest that shuts off the water and stops. The and it's stuff. because she has a conversation with him that the girlfriend then gets to talk to him. And right. that's what sparks the beginning of their relationship. And right. ultimately it's spo- and her that- exclusion from all of it. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love that. That's Isn't so it sad. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's that, like my perfect rom romance thing. Like depressing. <laughs> like that's so realistic, though. I yeah. love that. And I like, but there's a certain kind of poison to it that I really. It's kind of macabre. Is that she knows in that other timeline it could have worked out with him and mm-hmm. that girl, or him and her. Yeah, so, okay, I want, I want to take a quick departure for a moment. Yeah. I'm talking about this because I have a bunch of recommendations for this person. Actually, now that you are showing such interest in this. Maybe it's for me as well. Yes, so there's a manga um, that came out last year and is a show that just finished airing in uh, right before the fall season. So, like, literally just a couple months ago mm-hmm. uh, or a month ago, less than 
uh, called Orange. And it's all about these... I, I don't want to spoil too much because I would definitely recommend it. It's only like 13 episodes. So it's super short and it's 30 minutes each. You know, it's amazing. It's beautifully done. It's by one of my favorite studios. But uh, this story is about this girl who has a group of friends. She's like five friends or whatever. And this new kid moves to town. And it takes place in a school. It's all high school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the friends try to convince this new kid to come hang out with them after school. And he's like, no, no, I have to leave, whatever. And it cuts to earlier in the morning, the girl had gotten a letter from herself from the future Hmm. telling her, like, make sure that you let him go. Like, he cannot hang out with you. Without any explanation. Yes. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know if this is coming true. And it, like, hits every beat. Her day, like, hits every beat from the letter. So she, it turns out she continues to get these letters. And you find out early on in the show that this boy that uh, they were trying to, that she was told to prevent from hanging out, ends Mm -hmm. up killing himself. So the whole point of the show is, like, how is she she loves him and so the point of the show is like how are they going to love each other and how is she going to prevent him from killing himself in like a year less Hmm. than a year interesting it's so sad (laughs) but it's so beautiful it's like such a wonderful story and also uh (laughs) shout out to orange because if you quickly blow through like the 13 episodes it's really heavy and super emotional but it's so beautiful but if you get through it um next season uh so in like a month or two Mm -hmm. they're doing an an ova like a a film about the perspective of one of the other characters Ah, which i don't want to spoil because it's super complicated but you should watch it it's so good yeah it's so good it uh I, I i don't have i mean i have some exposure to anime but certainly not you know not i'm not holding a candle, <laughs> oh my candle God. but i do want to mention <laughs> that there's a there was i'm this was reminding me of this one anime that i do that i do i do remember watching and, and enjoy uh it has a little bit of a time travelness thing to it it's called voices of a distant star okay and okay <laughs> and the 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 plot is like there's this young couple and they've gotten together and you know they decide to be together but she has been recruited to be um, like a, a pilot of like a space mech or something. Mm-hmm. You know? And so they I have s- a show for you then they send her <laughs> off. The story is they send the movie is they send her off to go fight in this distant battle space war. Uh-huh. But in order to get there, she has to, you know, there's all this relativity time travel stuff. So he's aging here on earth where she's staying young. Oh yeah. And I so got the perfect show for communi- you. So she's sending these letters to him you know for her it's a couple of days Mm -hmm. but for him he's getting he he gets he gets the letter like once every seven ten years or something like that yeah and he's like hanging on to it yeah it's like this really kind of dark thing because they just get together and from from his perspective he's lived a whole life of longing for her right and for her it's just you know like a a week week. yeah Yeah. it's like it's really interesting i really liked how that worked yeah there's another series it's older and i actually like the movie which i have and i will let you borrow if you want immediately Mm. after if you remind me um but it's called uh razafron and it's also like a sci-fi mech anime um, but there's essentially this bubble that falls on to tokyo and then there's like a island like floating in this 
space mm-hmm. above it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, if you are within this bubble, then you don't age or something like that. Mm. It's been a while since I watched it, but like you don't age. And then the people on the outside do age. Mm. Uh, and a lot of them were killed like the second that this bubble fell. So like mm. a lot of people that were it, within the bubble lost like everything. Um, everybody, and yeah. they have no way of getting out of it. Huh. Uh, and it's like this love story between these two and the boy uh is like the prince or like the soon to be like king of the alien race or whatever Mm. so it plays with like the romeo and juliet kind of shit um but also it has like this weird like age dynamic that's it's just i'm sad i love that yeah i just love like (laughs) the lobsters like that too like just like haven't seen it well i just i don't know i love like like, oh, I hate myself <laughs> and I love this. Like, that's just my favorite feeling. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, uh, take me to your cinemas. Um, what's it called again? Uh, it was called Time Waits for No One. Time Waits for No One. Really smart edit. Um, I'm not familiar with the original, but uh, there's nothing about this that seems like it's, f- it almost feels like a legitimate short film. Like, there's, yeah. there's very little of it that you would kind of wonder if somebody had doctored this from original source material. The ending the way kind of the way the music works i kind of feel like oh i could kind of see an editor's hand there but no i thought the ending was great yeah i'm not saying it isn't i'm saying that uh i I, that that was the only time i could feel like this is coming from different source material other than that it felt like uh this was the you know this was uh, there was never a feature film it was always intended to be a short film that's what it feels like Mm -hmm. uh so really strong really good two thumbs up if i'm gonna give two thumbs up here yeah i would agree with you can i say some more things though (laughs) (laughs) sure Uh, i i i love this i love that i love i love anime guys i'm sorry i'm coming out of my anime closet i love it it's my favorite thing in the world um i was bummed that it was dubbed i i get obviously like why you have to do that but Mm. i hate i hate dubbed i am the exact opposite i hate it so much i'm the exact opposite and i i i was kind of one of those guys on the fence like i could kind of argue it one way kind of argue it the other you will Uh, never convince (laughs) me akira is one of my uh top favorite movies i've seen it probably more often than any other movie and i've seen it you know 15 20 times in the dub i've seen it 15 20 times in the japanese uh uh language i've probably seen another five to ten times with the the new american dub mm-hmm. uh although maybe not 10 times maybe like five times but anyway i have a wide exposure to that and i was 50 50 down the middle i was like i can see the, like there's some I, I can see both sides and it wasn't until i watched um another uh um um what was it? it was the same guy who did Akira, like Katsushiro Otomo or something, whatever his name mm-hmm. is. He did something called he did a, a movie called Steam Boy, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched uh, that. And I originally watched it in Japanese with the with the English with the English uh, subtitles. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's not it's not it's no Akira, but it's it's good. It's just not amazing or great. And and then I watched it again because I had rented it I watched it again only I turned off I, I listened to the English dub of it and the dub was so much better and um, I realized that in this case and I don't know about all cases but I suspect in most cases that the English I'm making s- squinty angry eyes right I know now. I know I can feel it <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the English that they put at the bottom of the frame the, the dialogue is 
mostly a transliteration, meaning that they're looking at the phrase that the 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 person said and then literally trying to work not really word for word but coming up with this is the english translation transliteration of what was literally just said the dub in uh in steam boy at least in that example um was a translation it didn't say the same things it didn't even try to say the same things in most and not most yeah most of the dialogue but they said it in a kind of they used they got the same emotion out of it and 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 built made the characters even stronger because they had unique voices, and by the their word choices, that made a that that made the content richer. It made what they're saying better. It, it fleshed out the characters better. Gave it made their emo, emotion, uh, uh, motives more clear. And it's it's because they uh, they didn't feel constrained by having to do a word for word transliteration, but instead could do a translation, as I'm using these words, uh, to 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 kind of build up the characters for an English audience. Guys, my face is shrinking into itself right now. <laughs> I'm so so. The, I think so. What I got, up. what I got from all of that, <laughs> what I got from all of that is that people who do tra- who who do the subtitles, they don't have the liberty uh, to to uh, to really make it, you know, an English friendly subtitle. They're they're still constrained by the exact words that the was originally said in Japanese. And I think people who do dubs have a little more flexibility and can make things a little more digestible to a different uh, audience. I I cannot disagree with you more like i i understand what you are saying kind of (laughs) i mean i understand what you're saying i just really don't agree with it uh there are like maybe two shows that i can think of off the top of my head out of like the i've watched so much shit and like literally i've watched shit also um but like there are two that are good in the english dubbed version just because like the voice actors are really dynamic and it has literally nothing to do with what they're saying because i've watched the japanese version and the japanese version is like what's being said is more accurate and i feel like the jokes actually hit harder on the japanese version than they do in the english because they just drop the jokes all together wait say that again like the english drops the jokes or the japanese drops the The english drops the jokes when you watch the dubbed version, a lot of times, like, okay, oh boy, this is getting complicated. Uh, so, like, if you're watching a lot of, like, slice of life stuff or, like, comedy anime shows, which it doesn't really sound like you are too much, but uh, a lot of times with those, there's, like, a lot of wordplay jokes that are specifically based off of, like, kanji characters, and the only way that it makes sense what they're saying is if you can, like, see what is being said or there's like a breakdown of what's happening like there's a small explanation of the joke in the english subtitles yeah it's like blah 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 and then above that next to like the kanji that is being referenced there's Mm -hmm. like a description of what that is or like why it's funny or whatever right it's like when you read manga and there's like a footnote about like oh well she's holding up a sign that says like 
Puss in Boots or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like I could see somebody holding up a sign that says stop and then another character goes, I guess we go. That's funny in Japanese, but if you don't know that in English, you're just like, I guess they go. Right, but what happens with the dubbed version is that they just drop that entire conversation and so they just fill it with like garbage and it's like, why are you doing that? I see. Also, I feel like uh, until recently, like within the last couple of years, the English voiceovers, like the English vi- voice actors, have been shit. fucking are terrible. In my defense, most of the anime that I ever see is ends up being the higher quality stuff that uh, <laughs> that's not like take you know take okay be so take yourself down a peg all okay. right i'm not watching something that was you know that i have to dig through you know the bottom the bottom shelf of the anime aisle to get to like okay, it's the stuff Bezo. that you know is what? more I'm popular a, i'm not a troll it has creature. a bigger budget yeah so they Bezo. throw better voice actors at it matt naruto Bezo Beasley <laughs> is your name Oh my god uh yeah i i get what you're saying i just really don't agree with you i feel like there's so there's also i mean just in in the real world of languages that are not english and in english too i'm sure uh there are words that mean like a more complicated thing than what you can translate i understand and i feel like those those are like so glossed over when you have like a a uh, english dub i feel like they're glossed over in like a subtitled but i also feel that like a majority of people that are watching subtitles at least have like a minute amount of intelligence in terms of like the language because yeah. there's always like certain things that you hear right and so people like will recognize those regardless of i don't know years like and kira kira you know yeah, I remember. Kira, kira. I remember about I don't know ten, ten whatever years ago. There was this internet image that was cycling, and it was uh, it was a, a flow chart. The title of which is like uh, uh, the hierarchy of geeks or nerddom or something like <laughs> that, and it's how nerds and geeks sort of think they're superior to one another like <laughs> people like star star trek pe- people think they're much cooler or less nerdy than star wars yeah, people yeah, and vice yeah. versa yeah and i do remember one of those was they had a little thing on there about uh, uh dubbed and dubbed and subtitled japanese yeah. animation so i mean it's totally it's an eternal battle eternal no it's not battle. subtitles <laughs> far superior um okay so really quickly the only other things that i want to recommend were uh if you haven't seen uh either take me to your cinema or bezo you might enjoy this it's a comedy show um but magical shopping arcade abanabashi if you've never seen that it's Mm. really good it's super hilarious uh it's all about time travel Mm. it's it's wild it's such a fun ride and it's also very short um i'm still gonna recommend orange you have to watch that i'll actually give you my login (laughs) so that you can watch it It it's so good is it like on hulu or something no uh, it's on some really deep web Japanese anime thing. It's not deep web. It's straight <laughs> fucking trash pit web. But uh, and the other thing that I would recommend is that uh, this movie isn't out yet in North America, but is coming very soon. Uh, it's called Your Name. If again, if you, I apologize if you listen to Mountain Dude vs. Dorito Girl because I've talked about it quite a bit. Uh, I am so excited for this film, but it's a uh, really like a. Stones throw away from the the idea of what's going on in this film, uh, and I would highly recommend it. It should be in North America very soon in mm. limited theaters, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Your name. All right. 
Yeah. All right. So, oh, and two thumbs up, Bobby. Two thumbs up. Yeah. So uh, the next uh, uh, fan edit that popped up on the on this uh, this two happens to be another edit by Take Me to Your Cinema. Yes. Uh, um, now this one seems to be an edit of um, some either an episode. Oh, wait, or no, there we missed one because we. Uh, this is well, the one that we skipped, we skipped half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this this fan edit. I, yeah. It doesn't even have skipping. a name. And it's not even uh, yeah, on the menu. Was it like Future Perfect or something like that? No. Future Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. So Shouldn't have a name. So Future Perfect <laughs> is a short film that I think kind of maybe stretches the limits of what we can call an actual fan edit. I mean, it's not a fan edit. It is an audiobook edit. Uh, no, I mean, I think that it's the audio from... It's the, n- no, it's not. There's that's the that's the uh, that's the audiobook recording of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Really? Galaxy. Because yeah. they have that same conversation in the movie at the beginning of the movie. No, no, no. Those are com- that's completely different. It's really? Completely, yeah, completely. I different. mean, I trust you. Yeah. I don't fucking remember that. Shit. Yeah, because I wa- I listened to uh, the on a on a road trip. I listened to the, the audiobook of Hitchhiker's Guide. So, um, so it's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or at least a portion of it. And uh, but it's it's just the it's an edited audiobook, but there's no visuals to go with it. It literally is a fan edit of the audiobook. Um, I I think there's it, there's something interesting about that. Like, uh, why can't we do fan edits of audiobooks? You know, why why maybe that should be a thing? You know, instead of having to listen to, you know, the thirteen hours of. Um, I don't know, uh, Stephen King's The Shining. Maybe there's a, there's a, somebody could compress it down to three hours. I don't know. It, for, maybe that's an audio file. There's some, maybe there's like, you know, just like there's a niche industry of fan editors doing this for movies, maybe it opens the door of the possibility of people doing that for audio files. Um, I, I, as a movie experience, there's, it's not a movie experience. You need visuals to make it a movie experience. So, uh, after about, I don't know, like five five minutes, of, we kind of cut it off and moved off to the next thing because it kind of doesn't apply. I don't get it. It's an interesting, I, I, like I said, I, th- I think it'd be interesting in a different, for to a different, completely different crowd. Um, I don't even understand why it was on here. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's on it's, this too, to be fair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but there were some okay things on this too. But I mean, I'm just saying like, I guess I, I get if you... If it was submitted, it has to be up. But mm-hmm. like, it's not. It's not a movie. No, it's 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 nothing. It's a podcast. It's literally <laughs> looking at a black screen while audio yeah, plays. plays. Yeah, uh, and not like it's not like the opening of two thousand one, where it's like there's like there's reason for there's a for you know thirty two seconds of blackness as the music plays to build an ambiance. It's literally just. I don't have an image, but I do have audio. We're just going to put a black just screen on put it. like a fucking film of like a tape, like a tape machine. Get that little DVD logo to kind of go in the corner. Yeah, there, like, right. Around. So people are just like, wait, is this like, is this a thing? <laughs> am, I, am I fucking? I don't know. <laughs> That's everyone's default yeah, question. Right. Something isn't happening. So am I fucking? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I hate myself. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we skipped on from that one to the yeah, next one. Yeah, give it one. negative two. Yeah, well, I don't. It's almost that's the one that I would give the zero score on because I don't know what's right, well, Fuck you. That's not a All fucking right, edit of anything. Okay. Uh, so take me to your cinema has done an edit. I um, I assume another edit here on there, but I assume it's a Babylon Five or four. <laughs> I think it's five because I don't think there was ever a show called Babylon. There was. Four. Oh, that really? That's the yes. only show called Babylon Four. <laughs> There's both. 
Oh, well, so I don't know what one it is because I don't watch either. I, thought, I don't. I've never watched a Babylon. I thought because Babylon Five was a TV show that was that came out on the last ten years or so, and I just assumed that it was a remake of an old show called Babylon Five. I don't. I but mean, I think they, that there are the multiple Babylons. The, the characters. <laughs> There's at least five. <laughs> <laughs> the characters only reference something <laughs> called Babylon Four in this one. And uh, this is a... I think it's commonly called B4, in fact. B4. <laughs> it's B4 Babylon 5. So this uh, edit is of, a, of, a, of an old... I know. Hi, dads. It's an old, <laughs> it's a, it's an old version of this show, whatever Look, it is. Babylon 4. Oh, That's this fucking shit, okay, dog. It's okay. Babylon 5. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. It's Babylon 5. It is Babylon 5. That's what I thought. <laughs> okay. So I'm not... Com- <laughs> I do remember a lot getting, of things that could bring him up with uh, You were impact. getting nervous. I was going to attack you. <laughs> I told Bezo a story before we, we recorded this. We took a brief pause and I told him a story about how I had to pull a guy off of another <laughs> dude when they were fighting. The so, other day. yeah, he's concerned. It's so, fine. Um, so, this edit is, <laughs> it's, I, I think this edit really is for fans of the show. It's called I Zero. <laughs> what's his name he, said, guys, he only said it like 200 fucking, times yeah uh, oh zothstra i think Z- yeah Z- zara thos <laughs> i just want to say zara Fra- defroster uh, <laughs> i defroster it's this guy who, of before there's a it's this small group of commanders come across this alien who apparently has access to some kind of time travel machine oh here let me real quick describe the uh the people in this motley crew <laughs> we have poor man's obi-wan kenobi poor man's wharf poor man's legolas poor man's denise richards from starship <laughs> troopers poor man's gold member combined with yodel from fucking uh that space balls <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's what we got guys that's the motley crew it's 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 uh it is uh it's so f- it's one of these things that's like it's shot with like you know 185 dollar budget uh every actor has there's no they can't they can't even move the camera around so every actor is kind of like shoulder to shoulder in frame they can't even move their arms or kind of awkwardly uh, hands are awkwardly by their i mean thighs. frack me what do you expect me so <laughs> uh <laughs> it's interesting to see how how far sci-fi has come you know from something as <laughs> as uh, I have seen some of that show. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, was I just, got it. Now I just breeze through it. I, I, well, I was laughing because like a second ago you were like, oh, there's this flow chart of nerds. And, it's like, <laughs> and both I, of us is like shitting on this fucking show, <laughs> which like people love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People love it. What was the show that, that had the fracking stuff in it? That wasn't Babylon 5. That was... Um, Stargate. No, it no, wasn't. It wasn't Stargate. Battlestar Galactica. Okay, guys. That was a remake. I literally thought this was Battlestar Galactica (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) Obviously, I haven't seen either. Yeah. So uh, the character. Wow. There there must be something (laughs) in the Babylon 5 mythos of these three characters um, and how they, you know, it's, it's. this uh, I don't I don't even want to try to explain it all because every three every two minutes is it has like a completely different read. There's time travel in the future. And oh, the past, I got and it. Like, you want me to do a quick rundown? If you could do the Cliff Notes version and just get through this. Okay, so start at 
we'll just call it time A, right? And that's present time, right. okay? So Zarathustra runs into Captain, who is obviously the best actor, quick sidebar, obviously the best actor of this entire fucking garbage train of a show, mm-hmm. uh, which RIP we found out after in post-credits during the oscar reel which we'll get to later i guess (laughs) anyway so zarathustra runs into captain a or wait captain in timeline a he's like yo we gotta get the fuck out of here through some time shit to get to babylon 4 Mm -hmm. the spaceship not the tv show (laughs) (laughs) so then they get to the spaceship and then once they're in that time loop he's like oh fuck i need to fix zarathustra is like oh fuck i need to fix our little time ding dong while he's fixing the time ding dong there's a shift and he ends up back in time to the first time that the captain was in babylon four four okay and this is now timeline c okay because it's past okay because that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Timeline negative A. <laughs> and so he is like, how do you know me? Fuck you. And then he's like, you know what? I kind of trust you, though. Yeah. So then a pillar falls on Zarathustra. Yeah. Oh, wait. He gives a time ding dong <laughs> to a magical blue suit man <laughs> that shows up. <laughs> It, it then, sounds less insane when you watch it. No, it's but not that much. Yeah. So he gives the time ding dong that he fixed to Who's, a magical blue suit boy. Yeah. And then he's like, me and the captain, we got to go. And a pillar falls on top of him. And he's like, just leave me because you're the one. And yeah. so he fucking just gets off. Right. And then blue suit boy shows back up. And guess what? Blue Suit Boy was actually some reverse crown lady from Timeline (laughs) A. (laughs) And he's like, then we're in Timeline C because she saved him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Zarathustra is like, yo, Captain, reverse crown lady. (laughs) I guess this guy's a monk. Good actor guy. Oh, yeah. The the, 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 the priest guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yo, y'all are the one, though, because there's when there's three, then there's three. And also sometimes three (laughs) Three times three three and it's nine. And that means that it's one also. And so then roll Oscar (laughs) dead people credits. Yeah, they do. He does like a a, a tribute, the the Oscar tribute. Only every apparently every actor in the sequel in that's in that short film had passed away yeah including the captain literally the only good thing about the show (laughs) and uh so he does like a little uh in memoriam thing yeah and then rivers wasn't on that either apparently but they do uh, like then they have an ep then he does an epilogue which is then timeline d yeah or c it's like it's like like c.5 yeah and uh, it's, uh, I wish that was actually fan edited because <laughs> it's like four and a half mi- minutes. Yeah, and it feels it's like 10. way too long. Yeah. It needs to be like 38 seconds. Well, the whole thing felt too long to me, TBQH. The first, uh, this is the first kind of take me to your cinema misfire, I would say. It's yeah. It's kind of hard to stomach. I Take sus- me elsewhere. Yeah, take me to a different cinema. Uh, I think that I have a suspicion that people who are fans of that show, if there ever is one, <laughs> 
might enjoy <laughs> that because I think there's something. I bet there's something.、Uh, the way it comes off is, I think that there's something elementary about it, meaning that、um, the beginning of the entire series is also depicted in this. Yeah, I think as it's well、like、a, as the end of loopy, it. A loopy, a loop. Yeah, so I think there's something.、Uh, I think it's got some bookends to it. If you're a fan of that show, that might be interesting. But for somebody who has no flavor and it's not really buying it, and it's kind of all over the place, I'm, I'm really. It was see, too much for me to even to. I'm I'm like too many things to, for me to get into. I'm、it. being a piece of shit right now, like in describing it because it is like it's so really hard to get through. It's、mm-hmm. very difficult to digest if you're not into the show. However, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I their I, I jokes that all, sucked. Well, I enjoyed that the fact that every character was the actors played everything straight. Yeah, like they were fucking hardcore serious about the fact that they're. In this time loop thing, or、yeah. like whatever it was, like they were throwing out so many, so much techno jargon. Yeah, but they were doing it with a lot of conviction. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I liked it. I think that that's interesting. That's the kind of thing that I feel like we missed with the first disc is that there wasn't really anything that was aside from like the Black Adder one. There wasn't really anything that was like a full like loop. You、mm. know what I mean? Yeah, that looped in and kind of came out with a. Right, and like that's the thing that I always think of with time travel is like the loops and the multiple paths and shit, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was addressed in this.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't. I mean, it was. It's kind of confusing. I I feel like for the first like five or ten minutes, I was pretty confused just because I didn't know who anyone was. Yeah, and I think that's where the benefit of like who the fuck these people are would come into play. Um, but I actually ended up really enjoying it. Yeah.、Okay. Except for the immemorium and the post. Epilogue. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that was so long. Again, I think that had something to do with playing a beat for people who enjoyed that shit. That oh、series. yeah, totally. What、right. would you rate it?、Uh, I would do negative one. Whoa, really? Yeah,、uh, I appreciate the effort.、Uh, I think、uh, for me personally, I'm not buying it, but I think、uh, I think fans of the show would like it. I liked it. Well, there you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a one. Okay. I'm gonna go too much further. Okay. Wow.、Oh, grand score of zero. <laughs> All right. <Yeah> . <laughs> well done.、Uh, and then I think the last was it the last one? Time Cop, just in time. Just in time. So,、uh, Time Cop, a Van Damme movie from the early '90s, I think, mid something like that. Ninety、mm-hmm. four.、Um, yeah. And、um, wait, I think that's when the movie is yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah.、Like, so we see the present day, and then we get to see ten years into the future when、yeah. we have time travel.、Uh, the movie starts off with this kind of weird uh, romantic uh, episode with、uh, him, Sloan, him and Sloan, and uh, <laughs> and、um, and she gets, she doesn't just die like her fucking house explodes. And、uh, with these two robbers that come and get him, and then he goes becomes a time cop. It then, is from ninety four. Yeah. He、uh, in the original movie, which is not in the short film, is that if I remember back from when I saw this,、um, which is Jesus going on twenty years now. But if I remember right, the the thing in the future is that time travel is possible, but it's illegal, and so they have to have time travel cops to catch the people who are doing time travel stuff. Yeah, and、uh, these guys at the beginning of the movie are people who are going back in time to I think try to kill him. Uh, Early, yeah. Before so because he becomes he be- a time cop, yeah. Before he does all of his other stuff, so that's why the house blows up and everything is because it's not just robbers. That's part of the time travel story that's in the bulk of the movie.、Um, 
And uh, but anyway, that is all left out. So in this edit, we get it's kind of weird. We don't know why the 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 robbers, the the rapists, if you will, seem to have no motivation. Like it's hard to figure out why this, why it's going on. Yeah. I mean, I was able to piece it together because I remember how the original movie is. Same. But uh, so I wish that the fan editor had somehow slipped in something to kind of paint that paint that motivation in there because now now it does feel like an exercise of i'm just going to take time cop and kind of like see if i can't use the bookends of the of the movie to see if i can't put something together as opposed to kind of building a real story yeah i mean it seems like there has to be like one line from some dude at like that that future police station that is just like an exposition blast yeah you know what i mean like just dump that in there real quick and then yeah let the second half play out yeah, there needs to be something. I wish there was a, some scene or some kind of line of dialogue which painted, you know, which explained that. Because uh, again, it just feels like there's why are these why are they bad guys and why are they after him? And it makes sense in the movie, but not in this. Yeah. So um, I, it's a fun little edit, um, but I, I I think there's more work to be done to make that thing really fly. Yeah, it was fun seeing Van Damme. I like, I like, I, like, I you know, Van Damme was one of my the action stars I grew up on in the eighties. So. You liked him in Street Fighter? Uh, th- uh no, but oh, I like Kickboxer, quick, <laughs> Kickboxer, and uh, and Bloodsport. You know, I, yeah, Bloodsport. I, I wore great. out the VHSs on those. I you bet know. you did. Yeah, and and have you ever seen JCVD? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, what JCVD? Jean-Claude Van Damme. He did a movie called <laughs> He did a movie called JCVD where he plays himself. Okay. It's really good. I think everybody should see it. All right, I'll I'll have to check that out. You know what? I might actually, have to force yeah. you to watch it. Actually, maybe that uh yeah, I mean, you know, my family is from Belgium, so I yeah. have a weird affinity for him in in some ways. I uh-huh. do have a couple questions uh why, if you look up his IMDb right now, his picture's in black and white like he's dead or has been around since the 300s. Uh, he's 50. And he's got a TV show. Yeah, so why is his picture in black and white? I've always wondered what, how IMDb picks those things. Do like do No, artists, people can approve what their image is. Yeah, I figure that they do that. They so, have like a different But I wonder profile. if it's the agent who does it or the... or because I, I mean, maybe he doesn't give a fuck. Maybe the Belgium IMDb has a completely different picture, and that's the one he's looking at. I don't think so. <laughs> um, another thing that was uh, pretty crazy. So at the end of this, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, if you <laughs> haven't seen the original, then also fuck you, I guess, because right. uh, it's been long enough. But um, so at the end, a kid runs out of the house. He, he comes back to the <laughs> future, right. and he's driving to his house in his future uh like back to the future station wagon yeah garbage yeah. truck mobile <laughs> it's like the worst design it's so Make bad it look like it's from the future it's like this is the worst kind of version yeah of that. we took like that's like shredder's a, that's, armor <laughs> and then like just glued it it's onto like this literally car. a 16 year old idea of what that should look yeah, like yeah it's amazing yeah uh yeah anyway so he drives up and then this kid runs out the front door and he's like daddy and bezo is like who the fuck are you? <laughs> like from the voice of the kid. And I was like, oh my God, I wish that like when he 
pulled into the driveway like before that kid even came out he's just like like having a seizure at a steering wheel and it's like all these new memories are like Uh, flooding yeah we needed that sequence yeah it's like when you plug your iphone like into your computer and it's like downloading (laughs) because that that would be so weird like (laughs) one day you just go to work you know, like your girlfriend of your dreams got br- br- brutally murdered 10 years ago. You go to work that day. You do some time shit. You come back. Well, now your girlfriend's there. She's 10 years older. She's your wife. And you have a six-year-old kid. Yeah. And it's like, wait, that's the movie. But this is what I'm talking about. That's the movie about. I want to see is how do you cope with that? Because you've got everything you want. But it's like, you didn't get it. You just you just have it now you didn't earn it well this is what i'm talking about or i guess this is what i talked about in the last time that we talked about the time uh time travel shit because where he didn't exist in this world he was gone yeah from a to b or that means that when he came back him was there but it's the past him because the past him lived yeah because there was two of them where the fuck is this other one of him one of him fucked this lady <laughs> and made her have a baby and it's not him yeah where the fuck is that guy it's so it's just like now there's a, a different line yes. of the world where yes. there's like a fucking loop of him going in and yes. out of this house explosion life the only movie in my from what i from all the stuff i've seen the only movie that ever got time travel right and and and, and as far as going backwards in time this is start with a p it's, it's primer yeah I knew primer is that. the only one that's ever got it right every single every other film has these paradoxes that they just kind of gloss over and hope people like us don't realize i i don't think I feel like a lot of the other ones are just like really dumb. And so like the holes don't exist because like there wasn't even enough There's thought no, yeah. into them yeah, to like it's create a hole. Oh, the magic walnut makes me go back in time. But we throw it away because it's not about that. It's right. not about time travel. Right. It's Whereas this one has the bookend of he's gets his fat be ending like yeah, he's yeah. got a fucking family now and it's like well wait, wait a minute a because like <laughs> if you really think through this this doesn't work out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah not only would the kid be like who the fuck are you but also he'd be like there's two how did you. i get born well even if he had like uh, i don't even want to talk about it, but so because <laughs> it's just a you just you just walk into a brick wall yeah you know, over and it's over so again, confusing to make sense of it, it makes my head hurt yeah well, so, wait, what would you give that one? Uh, thumbs down. Oh, really? Yeah, I wanted to see, I wanted to get the motivation of the bad guys into that one. And without it, I can't, I can't give a thumbs up. All right, I'll give it a negative, or wait, I'll give it a zero, which okay. is basically a negative. Okay. So, uh, the crown, uh, the crowning achievement of this too is the, uh, the anime by T- Take Me To Your Cinema, the girl who travels through time. What's it who called? Who leapt through time. Yeah, the that one's really time. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one was great. We both gave it two thumbs up. I mm-hmm. would obviously definitely recommend that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's positive attributes. We're at negative and a half star <laughs> overall for this fucking DVD. Well, I, like I said, I, I mean, if you if you want to take them as experiments, there's there's positive things in them. I think there's stuff to be learned from them. I think uh, the only one that seems to be a really bizarre outcast is the Hitchhiker's Guide audiobook fan edit. I didn't um, like those trailers. The trailers, either. I think the I think they got the idea for the trailers. The they they just needed to they needed to throw away the idea of it being a trailer and just molded it to a short film. Or if they were moved around a little bit, because I felt I was like, wait, is this whole thing just trailers? Trailer, trailer. Well, yeah. I mean, if we had paid better attention to the menu, maybe we'd notice that. But regardless, um, 
so I think in total, you know, the time consecution one and two, there's some there's some really, really strong edits in the first one. I love this anime edit that's in this one. It'd be a nice uh, compliment to the others. Um, again, I think this opens the door to revisiting some of the other consecutions that are available. There's like, I know there's a cops consecution. It's no all boy. thousand robbers. I know there's one that's a Batman consecution. There's a bunch of Batman edits. Then the love consecution just came out. So there's I'd a, like to watch that. There's a lot of material out there uh, to jump into. Um, and, uh, that is that. Do you have final thoughts on this? Yeah. Last time we talked about, uh, what movies we wished that would have been on the discs. Yeah. Uh, and we came up with some of the ones that I have written down are, uh, Donnie Darko, mm. Groundhog Day, which mm-hmm. we talked about again, uh, Time Lapse, Hot Tub Time Machine, <laughs> one or two, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and The Time Machine, which we did get The we Time get Machine. One, yeah. I'm still surprised that no one did Donnie Darko, though. Man. I didn't even remember that we had talked about that. And right when we sat down, I was like, oh, I hope someone does Donnie Darko this time. Yeah. No, didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. It was all right. That yeah. anime one was really good, but yeah. I would recommend checking out the anime that I suggest that yeah um it's very good so that is it thank you for listening thank you for doing the show with me again yeah. donna um and uh we will return hell ethan <laughs> so we'll return uh, <laughs> a couple weeks later i guess uh, ethan will be we'll take him out of the corner and uh come play with us again and we will do more <laughs> shows thank you for listening everybody's been featured this fan. oh wait real quick do you have plugs yeah you can follow me on twitter at donna underscore bourgeois uh as i said i broke the seal today and tweeted about anime so maybe that will happen again i doubt it because <laughs> no one liked it um and then you can listen to my show on the same network uh dude mountain dude versus dorito girl uh, I talk about video games. If you just search Mountain Dude, it will be the first one that pulls up. So check so, me out and read and subscribe, please. So right on. And everybody else, thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. International.